Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys finally get to explore the Akron. Last week, they were bitten by some horrible space dogs. What horrible thing is gonna happen to them this week? So it finally happened. I was afraid of this. We play on the internet. There was always a chance of catastrophic failure, and sure enough, it finally happened. Basically, I record using Discord, and one of the nice things about that is that it records everyone into separate channels. However, the night that we recorded this episode, the internet was acting up, and for whatever reason, what we got was completely unusable garbage. Everyone's cut off, it's very staticky, it just couldn't be used whatsoever. Luckily, I always have a backup. I have backups of backups since I'm in technology, and I had a backup on my computer. And the good news is, it sounds perfect. It sounds really good. There's a bit of messiness in the beginning of the episode for the first couple of minutes. That's just because the internet was acting up. Not my internet, actually. There were issues because everyone uses Google as their backbone but around the same time we recorded this episode. So just bear with the beginning of the episode where it might sound a little wonky, but then it cleans itself up. However, it's definitely not the same quality in some ways as the past episode. So I'm just warning you now. But as they say, better than nothing. And I was expecting to just have a monologue and to explain what happened in this episode rather than letting you hear it. So we still have the episode. There are little beeps and boops you might hear in there. That's because it records off my desktop. So whenever my desktop made some sound, you would actually hear it in the episode. I cut out about 95% of those desktop sounds and it took me several days to do and it was quite tedious. I now have my desktop sounds all turned off in the future. So if I ever have to do this again, I will never have to go through the days and days of manually cutting out tons of little pieces of audio, but just stick with it. It sounds really good. It's the same quality and the same people you've always heard. We still have the sound effects. We still have all the special effects in there. So just FYI, if you're wondering why the episode sounds a little bit different this week. But for those of you in technology, I warn you, always have backups and always have backups of your backups. Something else I'm going to change is a lot of people just want to get into the show. So I'm going to put all my GM notes and hints and tips and anything else at the end of the show from now on. So now the format will be, we'll just do a little intro, get right into the show. And then at the end, we'll go through like anything I have thinking about, any contests and anything else coming up. That way you can relax. So with that, enjoy the show. So last we left off, you guys fought these Akatas, 
you did pretty well, except for Rusty Carter, who managed to avoid damage every single fight to date. Not only got bitten, but is now horribly diseased and fatigued and weakened. So we'll see what happens to him. Cheddar is a little scratched up. You found some cool loots. And now, well, now you just have to investigate the rest of the ghost ship. What are you going to do? Investigate the rest of the ghost yeah, ship. Yeah, I think we had these doors both. Were they opened? John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Yes, all the doors are open in the spaceship so far. Right. There's no air in the atmosphere, correct? There's no air in the atmosphere. The lights are dim, so those of you with dark vision can see fine. Other those of you who have comm units can use your flashlights to turn them on so you can see, which I believe is two of you. And I think... And you found some loots. You actually looted the um, the cocoons, which was that cool Narquil metal that was made out of the cocoons. You found some of that. Right. You piled that on, onto yeah. our own ship, I believe. Right? Yeah, you found some UPBs. You found 300 UPBs. And you found that tactical... Hey, what's that? What's, what is that? Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. The UPBs, those are the ones that are used for crafting. There's a little, yeah, like, crafting. nanobot that you use to make stuff out of. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. Yeah, and you also found the tactical arc emitter, which is the only person who can use is Mo, which is pretty cool because it will actually fire a cone of electricity in front of you. So although it doesn't do a lot of damage, you can hit like a ton of people with it or a ton of creatures. So it's kind of neat. Particularly if he's up front and they're in front of him. That would be cool. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. That is cool. Oh, he's going up front. He's going to say, boys, what do you say? You want to go uh, check out the rest of this ship? Well, before you go headlong, I might want to be a good GM and mention that you guys did take some damage. Some of you are down stamina points. Cheddar is down some hit points. And it looks like it's quiet now. So if you want to take a 10-minute rest to get up some of your stamina, you can. Or you can just charge ahead. It's really up to you. Oh, uh, I don't believe a rest will help me in any way, right? No, it will not, but it will get you back some of your stamina points. Yeah, your stamina comes back. Your well, stamina if you guys don't mind, back. I'll take the rest to get Cheddar back to where he needs to be. Yeah. Or at least, uh, it's only like two points of damage, but still, every little bit helps. Did I even take stamina damage? Yeah, I'm looking. What, uh, did I also? I don't even know. I'm willing to rest. Sounds good. How much Let's... do you get back when you take a rest? All. You get them all back. So maybe it's... And that uses the... That uses a resolve point, right? It uses yeah, one we of have your resolve points. You all have fresh resolve points. You've done nothing. You've done this once since we even started the game. Tuttle, on the other hand, is totally fresh. So if you want to use a resolve point, Tuttle can spend his 15, 10 minutes healing up Cheddar, too, if you wish. Yeah, I guess so. It seems you know kind of lame that it's only going to be like two points, but whatever. I'll do it. Okay. So you spend your 10 minutes... It's actually relaxing for our mechanics, it turns out, because the rule is during the 10 minutes, you can't do anything at all that requires any effort. But for mechanics, repairing their drones can, is considered relaxing. So It's therapeutic. So while he's doing that, everyone else can heal up if they want. I will as well. Oh, hasn't taken any damage. So. I am taking a rest to heal. Is there uh, gravity? Is yes. It 
normal on this? Yeah. He said gravity, yes, no air. Alright. I wonder if you can turn the air on. We don't have power. We have to do something in the bridge to unlock something in our warp core here. We got a warp core drive next to us, and I think that's the situation. That's a quantum singularity drive. Yeah. You do know the Romulans use a forced singularity as their power. I did not know that. <laughs> okay, you guys should be all healed up. I think we have a gravity drive. I can't forget about my days attack. So all of you have those things. Uh, all of you had your uh, resolve points removed, except for Mo, who appears to be invulnerable. So Yeah, just chilling. I forget if I did this last time, but after the after Hiroji is done with his short rest, he um, lights up one of his little mini cigarla, cigarellos and then takes his knife and cuts a piece off of that beast and puts it in his pocket. Yeah, you did that last time. You took okay, a tentacle. Yeah. Yeah, maybe tentacle you'll take trophy. another tentacle. Nope, I just need one. Take wait, one. wait, you can't. Huh? You're smoking in here? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I can't smoke in here. That's right. You can't smoke in here. Oh, that's right. I keep Put forgetting. That away, it's so difficult to, to, to remember that it, we're in space. <laughs> oh, speaking of being in space and walking into the engine room, do any of us have anything like a radiation detector? I have a Geiger counter. And what does it say? And Mo also has one. Okay. What does it say? We're walking there's into the no, engine. There's room. no radiation. We checked this out. Okay. I didn't say that. Yeah, uh, we, I was we, wondering about that. Pretty sure we did it last time. There's no radiation about. There's no radiation about. I'm just giving you crap. All right. So I guess you have to hold a flashlight. That's that's unfortunate. Yes, but you do have the. Um, but you do have your comm unit, which has the flashlight built into it, so at least you can see within 15 feet, and there's no miss penalty. But, and even but, away from you, other than the 15 feet, you will have a 20% miss penalty unless someone else is near him. And the flashlight only goes 20 but, feet anyhow. But a comm unit is where, is that something you hold also? No, that's like in your head. It's like a, it's basically, I'm going to rule, it doesn't say, I'm going to rule that the flashlight, it's like aliens... And it's just like in your head, and you sort of look around, and wherever you're looking is where the flashlight goes. It's like a it's like a headlamp. Okay, because so I could be attached to like the armor or something, maybe. You can do that with your flashlight if you really want, but if you're going to attach it to your arm, then I'm going to have to rule like you're going to kind of need to use that arm. No, no, I mean to your armor. Oh, the armor. Yeah, it's the same thing. It says it's part of the comm unit, so I would again say the flashlight. Unless you really want to go crazy and for some reason want to have the flashlight like pointed behind you, I would say it's pointing the direction you're looking. Okay, the main thing is, do I need to have a free hand to use it? No, you do not. Okay, all right, so I'll be using the flashlight with not. I'll have a gun in one hand. Is Hiroji's class basically the science fiction equivalent to the lantern bearer? Is that, is that what <laughs> you Pretty much? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, that's what I thought. I'm basically the pack rat. Pack mule? Yeah, All right, I, you pack rats, are you ready to ramble? Yes. Arg. All right, we're going to push forward. Mo's going to lead the way here. Push okay, down so the that, uh, corridor. So you go down the corridor to the east, and again, you were just right now in what appears to be the engineering bay. The engineering drive and the power appears to be really, really low, like at like 1%. There are large double doors to the east, and they appear to be open. Oh, goody. We should do a pincer maneuver, guys. All right. So you can see there appears to be another, well, hallway that goes further out into the east from this engineering room. 
I um I, I say to Tuttle, I say, uh, Tuttle, we might want to have a, a look at this uh, engine room. Perhaps we can restore life support. I think we took a look at the computer console and determined that it's being locked out at the bridge. If yeah, I correctly. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, you are correct. That last last session, you looked at the computer console and it was, and you guys were locked out of the bridge. It looks like all the main, like you basically, it was all locked down here. You can see that minimum power was on and that it's all the safeties were on and that there was nothing you can do uh, from the engineering bay. All right. Say, Rusty, uh, are you feeling all right? You look a little. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Don't, don't, don't worry about me. Uh, I'll be fine. Don't look so good. Uh, Let's get Cheddar up here, too. Give me a perception roll, Mr. Moe. 19, a perception check. Yeah, with my plus one. (laughs) (laughs) You are very perceptive for a mask. (laughs) You see a long... I see dim conditions, too. So dim light doesn't bother me. A long corridor seems to run most the length of this ship from bow to stern. Signs of battle, bullet holes, scorch marks, and droplets of blood are clearly visible on the walls and floors. You also see a small body in a spacesuit that lies sprawled on the floor in the middle of a junction in the hallway ahead, about 30 feet to your east. Alright. Uh, gentlemen, there is a dead creature ahead of us. I, uh, I'll approach it, or actually, hmm. How oh, much hold is... on. Don't eat it. I know oh. that's your first instinct, but... Oh, no. I'll cover you. How much is Cheddar a, uh, I don't know, guinea pig for these situations? How much is he... I, I would say, I, I mean, it's not speaking for Tuttle, but I'm thinking not much because you I mean, know he can go up there and hit it with his stick or poke it with his. Yeah, that's that's basically much what I meant. I worry that Cheddar might break, though. Right. Well, I'll, I'll be brave because I'm brave. All right, you guys, get up here. Looks like there might have been a battle here. Yeah, there, there, there's a high chance we have one, two, three, four blind alleys and a uh, a door ahead. I want to get to that. Uh, I'm going to go up. Let's see. What do I have? Do I have anything at all that's like uh, I don't have the 10-foot pole equivalent. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to uh, move up here. Do I see anything down the hallways? That would be the 10-foot tensile conductive rod or something. Exactly. Yeah. Mark three. Yeah. You kind of do you peek your head around the corridors. Yeah. I'm, I'll move up also. Yeah. What about the I'll other way? Look, I'll take a look to the south. Uh, I'm forward up now. Yeah, you look to the south, and you see a corridor that goes down about 25 feet. You also see a door to the southwest that is also open. To the very south, you see something interesting. You see what appears to be the airlock to the south of the ship. Well, of course, there's no south, but you know what I'm talking about. To the north, you see a very similar corridor, almost a mirror of this one. Again, it goes about 25 feet to the north. There's a door to the northwest, and there again appears to be an airlock right above you. Give me a perception check, both Mo and Hiroji. Oh, another one. All right. 18! There you go! <laughs> wow, Mo, Mo's on fire with his one perception. So you... Where are you looking, Mo? Give me what you're looking at. Uh, north. You Mine, let's say north. Okay, you look north, 
and you notice there appears to be more of those cocoon things in the corner, uh, similar to what you had before. There appears to be more. Now, you've seen little bits and pieces throughout the corridors, which I presume you've just been picking up and pocketing while you're moving. So, But yeah. there appears to be a larger pile to the north this time. In Piroji, you can't really see that great, but in front of you, it appears to be a dead body inside of a weird-looking spacesuit on the floor. Wow. Uh... Now, did those things jump out of the cocoons last time? They were basically... You're not exactly sure because you they surprised you. You weren't sure if they were already in the cocoons and then they leaped out. Or if they were just in the cocoon area, almost using it like a nest, and then they jumped out at you. You aren't 100% sure. And these, the ones that I see are, are they uh, cracked? Are they opened? Are they Yeah, secure? you see pieces like all over the place. Like it looks like, it looks like an egg kind of cracked in half. Okay, so it, these are obviously those animals. I want to get Cheddar on point on this because... Uh, he is invulnerable to their uh, uh, disease effects and stuff like that. Uh, He's not invulnerable to getting chewed to pieces, though. These don't do chew. But that's, they, these but that's don't fine. Do, they don't do any damage. Like, I thought it was like one to four or one to two or something like Send in the tactical so, police robot. <laughs> Send in the yeah, car. Pretty much. Send in the car. The bomb, it's like he's like the bomb disposal robot. Yeah, the yeah. bomb disposal yeah. unit. <laughs> oh, by the way, so the fans love Cheddar by the way. So, what is Cheddar's voice like, Jason? Is he Does he have the Sean Connery Bane-esque voice, which you do so well, or <laughs> what type of voice is he going to have? I, I'll have to give that some thought. I, I don't think the Connery voice is really the right for the thing for the robot. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, been, could, he, he, he could always say the quip, though. You, know, you, you, have a perfect, you have a perfect quip machine here. Oh, I think Tunnel might very well program some jokes into its repertoire, into its AI. So, But uh, I'll have to give the voice some thought. I'm using the kind of standard deadpan robotic voice, but we'll may have to give it some character at some point. Cool, cool. You have to be better than some robots in history. I mean, Johnny Five, C-3PO, these are all... I'm thinking more like uh, Lost in Space or Robbie the Robot. Ah, that'd be good. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, maybe? Oh, really? So as Cheddar rumbles in to the corridor, suddenly you see something leap out of the cocoon as it has been awoken by the rustle and noise. And yep, it is one of those creatures again. Good call bringing Cheddar up. Right, right. Roll for combat! This is where, perfect. Where did you get that picture, by the way? The picture? That's from the Adventure Path. They they get, they provided it. I know, it's gorgeous. It looks like... It does look... What's that movie? Um, Live, Die, Repeat it, uh, with Tom Cruise. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. It oh, does look like one of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. like the Alpha. Yeah. Huh. That was a good movie. Yeah. That was a real that was good movie. They're making a sequel. Anyhow, Mo is up. You go first as you you catch the sight of this thing moving. And you're like, up oh, here we go, boys. I do have a um, clear line of sight to uh, that thing you do, right? Completely. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my... It's about 20 feet north of you. Yeah, I'm going to just use my laser rifle. You do remember 
I'm being nice because we play only once a week or so. They are have resistance to fire. Oh, that's right. That was like 10 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> well, in real, you're right. In, in game time, that's why I tell you because if we were playing in one long session, you would totally yeah. remember. And I don't want to be that guy. So I'm like, anything well, you learn, I'll tell you. What's Mo's intelligence, though? Because, I mean, it could yeah. be the other thing. It's 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 at least ten minutes worth of intelligence. Uh, so intelligence that's enough, we hope. kind of a bummer. There's always grenades. I'm going to don't you can delay. It. See, the thing is, is I'm delaying till after the monster attacks. So it's basically giving the monster a free attack, and I'd rather him attack Cheddar than me. You have a good fort save. You might survive. Yeah, around. I know. Cheddar is deleting you from the Christmas card subroutine. All right, you know what, Cheddar? Okay, I, I'm gonna get. I, I'm gonna use my assault hammer and I'm gonna uh, charge him. There you go. Now we're Whoa. talking. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's basically my only option. You know, can I do that as a move? Or do I have well, to... yeah, you go through Cheddar. You have more than enough yeah. space. You move 35, so you can easily get up there. Yeah, you're, you you get right, right so... into his face. Pull out that assault hammer. And you're going to go, what did you used to say, Gallagher on him? Oh, yeah. He's watermeloning this thing. Pull out the hammer and... Oh, you easily hit. You roll the 17 nice. for 23. You do 10 <laughs> points of damage. Max damage. Max damage. That's true. You do totally smush the crap out of the... And he is Now, up. does it whimper like a little puppy dog? It actually doesn't really make any noise. It, in space, no one can hear you screaming. Well, it is the it, vacuum of space. That there is, that. is literally what we're talking about here. Mr. Mo just became target number one. Which I wonder if your pistol. Yeah, that's work, that's though. that's the the trade off I get. Oh, but... he bites you. A twelve wow. point bite. Wow. He crit you. He crit yeah. you. Wow. He critted uh, you for twelve points. Um, good. And the thing is, you have. A lot of stamina points. So you have, uh, what is it, 20 stamina enough. points? I got enough. Um, give me, as it bites into you and you feel the saliva going into fort your veins, save. give me your fort save. Do I have to just do one? You just press the F button and we'll see what happens. 21. 21. Oh, I don't know if that's going to be enough. I don't know if that's going to be enough. You're like, man, it feels like a shot of whiskey. It didn't even hurt you. You're like, that's it. That's all you got. Tuttle, you're up. You're actually up before Cheddar. Okay. Um, Tuttle I'm going can't to... see this, by the way. You're in a bad spot. You could hear it, though. Well, I am going to move up so I can get to the the intersection. Yeah, far away, but he has dark vision, right? I do have dark vision. I was actually going to keep an eye on the south just in case anything comes at us from the south. Yeah, definitely the south is going to be an ambush situation. And then I'm going to send Cheddar into the fray to help Mo out. Okay. Cheddar. Here comes the beating protocol. Misses. He rolls a six, gets a ten. Uh should have used the whoop ass protocol. Rusty. Okay, I'm on it. I'm not afraid of this thing. Rusty, give me a gun. Rusty, Again. you should run to the south so that you're furthest away from that thing so you're protected. I I thought of that, and yet there <laughs> seemed to have been a problem the last time I did that. 
However, I do mention to Hiroji, it's like, certainly, I mean, I think it's great that you're a repeat customer. No problem. Uh, so with one of my guns, I shoot at the creature. You get a minus four for cover. Right? I get so much yeah. minus. You don't You're need looking. to. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, yes. I'm, I'm at minus 27 against oh. the creature. Don't, don't. Fight. Really? He rolls a and six, rolls six and gets a six. Wow. But that's actually a minus four. You rolled a two because it has soft cover. So wow. you, you, um, you, you're seeing double, and you're like, I see a monster, and I see Mo, and I see Cheddar. I'm just going to fire in there and hope something hits. Yeah. Oh, and I also oh, see yeah. my Aunt right. Susie. She gave me candy when I was 10. She was so sweet to me. It's great. All right, so, so I'm going to uh, grab a, his other pistol out of his uh, holster. Wow. Excellent. You're just going to go nice for it. business with you. Yes. I'm like, you know what? I may need to hold on to, to this for a little while. Well, then we're going to talk <laughs> hourly, right? That's fine. We he is behind you. He is, his back is to you. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> I, I, think that I think that counts as a move action, right? Yeah, it's a move action to take it out of someone else's Can I holster. fire from here? Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, I, I will do so. I don't get my trick attack. Nope, you do not. You're shooting laser pistols at no, him? No, I grabbed his pistol off his... <laughs> it's an actual pistol. Okay. Well, you're rolling eight, but then you're minus four because of cover, so it's eight. So you now, can I miss. Move or no, because you used your move no, no, and then you yeah, fired, yeah. so you're done. Right. Mo is up once again. I guess it's damage time. I guess if it's my turn, yeah. Um, more of the same. Hammer time. Hammer time seemed to work yeah, last hammer time. There we are. Only I'm for five. I'm all for the hammer. I like the rolled hammer. lowest possible. Um, and I'm going to do a five foot step. Hammer. There's no five foot. Guarded no, step. step. For Christ's sakes. Yeah, you can. <laughs> they put me in the mix. Hammer. Hammer. So this thing is semi smart and it's going to go after living prey. Of course it will. It's hungry. All right. The good news is it rolled an eight, which actually was a 16. So it barely Jeez. missed you. Wow. That's the good what's news. My, what's, what's my armor class? Bad news is, where's number two? Now comes the bad news. Here comes the front. So from the south corridor, which the door is open, oh, you no. see more coming. Cheddar! Cheddar! The good news is they have to use all of their movement to get up to you, so they're not going to actually attack you. This, But there's now two right next to Tuttle, and oh, Cheddar man. and Tuttle are up. Um, can I guarded step diagonally? Because I can't step can. back. Okay, I just yes. want to make sure. I'm going to guarded step for myself, and then I'm going to use my overcharge ability to make my pistol do an extra d6 damage but it costs three times the charges because it's a fire-based pistol so i'm gonna try to get past the resistance to fire by charging up my pistol extra extra hot so we'll see if this works so how much extra damage do you do it does an extra d6 d6 so roll a d6 and i'll add it to the um damage that you're doing two No, you, you meant to roll a six there. Yeah, mate, that's a six. That should be a six. Yeah. 
you cut. Well, <laughs> you healed the one. <laughs> <laughs> you did, it, it went backwards. No, you actually did negative one damage, which really is zero damage because it does. The laser pistol does one d four, then you did two, but you still couldn't get past its resistance. So you actually did negative one. So you, you did absolutely nothing to him. Fantastic. Wow. Um, so how much damage was that total? Four. Okay. So some bad rolls as well. Okay. Sorry, but I'm going to have to... Cheddar's well, still up. See. Unless you want to... Well, you already did your guarded step, and that's a move action. So, so yeah, yeah, so I can only do a move or an attack. I can't do both. So I could... You want to move him. I think you may have taken all your actions. That's the thing. No, Cheddar well, no, but I, one action. I get one and a half between the two of oh, us. Oh, cool. That's great. So... Yeah. I don't um, need help with this. I'm sorry, you do or you don't? I don't. No, get right. him out Yeah, of it there. seems like you've been doing good damage, so I'm going to at least move Cheddar down and put him between me and one of the bad puppies. Yeah, you could totally move Cheddar on top of that dead body, by the way. So I think Kuroji is going to protect us. So you, you hear the crunching of bones as he rolls That's over fine. the dead body. Yeah, there's literally a dead body between you and the beasts uh, in the south, and Cheddar goes right on top of it, and you just hear <laughs> crunching and mangled uneven terrain. <laughs> Terrain even. <laughs> Rusty's terrain, uneven terrain detected. Compensating. Rusty's worst nightmare. He's caught between three of these creatures again. Yeah. Well, I'm actually better off than last time, oddly enough. Okay, here's the thing. At my minus three to attack, actually, there's nothing between me and him, is there? Mm, not the one to directly to south of you. The one to southeast, there's soft cover. Yes, I'm only at a minus three against that one. Okay. Uh, I was actually thinking of doing, like, full round of attacks just because I wasn't going to hit anything anyway, so I was only hoping for a 20. But if I might actually hit on my own, I won't bother. Well, if, you, if you're only going to hit with the 20 anyhow, you might as well just do two attacks. That's... But I'm saying the one directly south of me, I don't believe that's the case, because I'm only at a minus three against that one. So I don't... And the, the one to the north. Four. And the one to the north. Don't forget yeah, that Yeah, I don't one. care that about that. Too. Okay. That's fine. Actually, no, no, well, that's, that's John's problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I am shooting. Oh, though there's an argument for killing it. Okay, I'm going to shoot John's. You, you convinced me. <laughs> okay, guess what? Oh, glory of the kill. Are you kidding me? I do all the damage. No, no, I, I did all the damage. Oh, You're mistaken there. See, look, it's, I shot it and it died, and that's what happened. Was right? that a full round attack or a normal No, that attack? was just a regular attack. Oh, my God. I, mo I moved a little out of the way. so, But that's okay. Now you can run down in front of me and protect me. That's great. You Thanks. Are... I'm done. Roji, what are you going to do? Oh, no. You know, it doesn't matter what gaming system we're playing. Bob always kill steals from the back. He always does it. Every oh. single thing. Wait, when I was the paladin, I kill still from the front. Yeah, I don't think. I, no, no. Except I think when did, you were the paladin, I was the kill stealer. These yeah. things. Oh yeah, that's attacks, right. You were, right? weren't you? These things yeah. Do multiple attacks, right? Every single thing could do multiple attacks. Some things, anything can do a full round attack. They just get minus four to both attacks. All right, so. I could take a guarded step right over here. That's correct. I'll do my trick attack. So let's do that. <laughs> is it a minor action for you? It's just a thing that I can do as an operative is I can move up to my full speed and do a full, uh, as a full attack action, I move up to my full speed and uh, and do a trick attack. That's different than a guarded step. Guarded step is a different action. You can move, but you can't oh, do, it? yeah, it's... yeah, you can't, 
He can't do your trick attack and a guarded step. You can do a move and, a, and your trick attack. You're fine where you are, Chris. I mean, uh, Hiroji. Well, I have a pistol in point blank range. Oh, oh yeah, that's oh, good. That will provoke. Just, yeah, there's only, three, there's only three things to provoke, and that's one of them. Moving is the other one, though, right? And moving is the other one. You got two. Can you cast a spell, and then you get all three? <laughs> What's my armor class? Not enough. Definitely it not It might enough. be. I have a feat. I have, it's called mobility. You get a plus eight, Chris. Don't worry about the armor class. They're going to hit. What do you mean? What do you mean? No, they may not, because I have mobility. Yeah, they get plus eight. I understand, but my mobility makes my armor class go up by four, which is nice. Oh, you mean an attacks of opportunity? Yeah, that's true. Yep. Then again, I do have a melee weapon. So um, I actually, I can activate as a free action, I believe, that, that uh, wrist sheath thing, right? Swift, but same difference, yes. Swift. And I should be able to full attack on it from there with that. Yeah, you can. Sw- I thought you had the knife in your hand already, though. Oh yeah, because I don't have the flashlight. Yeah, you said you. Have, I'm actually trying to help you. I think you. You said you have. You basically have the knife in one hand, gun in the other. You're right next to the creature. If you want to do your sneak attack, you can't do take guard step. If you want to take this step, right, it's going to attack I'm gonna, I'm you. Gonna stab him. You should do a um, knowledge check too, if you can. I, I did already last on, time on, on these guys for vulnerabilities. Yeah, yeah, I did. You did. I, did right. the, was, I think that was how we discovered the fire issue. They're susceptible to salt water. Oh, that's right. So all you need to do is cry on it. All right, so that should pass. Oh, you're gonna do operative attack on it? Okay, you you easily trick you, you trick attack him. All right, you hit it. No, no, that's not a hit. That's just I I meant you hit the. I know what yeah, you meant. Succeed, you hit yeah. the number to fake him out. So now you're gonna do your stabby stab. Where, where's Hiroji? I don't. I don't even see him. Oh, does max damage? He rolls a Wait, seventeen, hits it. twenty-one. His, does four his points trick of attack damage. Was saying, "Who's a good boy?" And the dogs start wagging. Wait, I do <laughs> damage, I know you do another extra D four. Roll it. D four. Two damage. So nice. six points of damage. Good and job. You are done. Oh, boy. hey, that's great. I, I did that much and killed one. I mean, oh, I so. know what he's doing. He's expecting Mo to save him. Mo, are you going to save your friend Hiroji? Is there uh, still a charge maneuver? I think there is. I, I'm next to this doorway. Is this doorway open? Oh yeah, totally, <laughs> totally open. There's a room in there and everything. What's what's in that room? Is there any critters or anything in there? You look in there real quick, and that appears to be cargo. There's a lot of cargo, a lot of crates. There's no one. Okay. There's nothing moving though in that room. Okay, that's all I'm doing. Just peripheral vision. Okay, so I'm gonna run up for it. Of course, I'm gonna save Hiroji. So as a charge, you can move up to double. Yeah. You can as a charge, you can move up to double your speed in a straight line and then make a single melee attack. But it's not as good. You get a minus two to your attack. So the charge you used to get a plus one. Yeah. So yeah, it I basically. It's it, it just lets you do a single melee attack. When you charge, you take a minus two penalty to your attack roll and your armor class. Yeah, only reason you would do it is it lets you move double and still attack. They totally changed it. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Nope. So which right, one do you so attack? I'm just moving 25 feet and uh, bring out uh, uh, the Hammer of Justice. Oh, that's a bad name. We got, Old we need Bertha a, or something. You need, you need a good name, man. Hammer of Justice. There it is. Oh no! You need a no better justice. <laughs> you need a better name. It, it rejected that name as you roll a, a four. Roll a four. Oh, that's so grim. You're done. That's hammer of justice is blind. Hammer of witness. 
So anyhow, so anyhow, hold on, I'm gonna have this one attack you on the south. So someone right to the south bites Mr. M oh. Attempts to bite. He hit. Max damage. Hits you with a 15, 23 points. 23 for 8 points of damage. Give me that fortitude save, baby. Yeah, I'm 16. not always going to make these. You're fine so far. And then the Where's other our one, healer? <laughs> then the other one bites. Actually, it's going to bite you. Because Cheddar's right in front of him. He hits Cheddar with a 17. Gets a 25. No, he does 7 Cheddar. points of damage, no. but only 6. Because 1 is mitigated by the toughness. We see the sparks starting to um, come out of that. Ha. Tuttle's up. Well, you have a nice little wall in the corridor. They can't get through the wall of Cheddar and Moe. Although Cheddar's half dead. And Moe is into his hit points. So Yeah, you know what? I shouldn't be into my hit points. The first yeah, one hit are. for 10? No. You've taken 20 damage. Oh, 20? No. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. I was... You got 12 eight. last time and 8 this time. All right. Yeah. I remember 10 and then... No, you did 10 points of damage. It, it critted you, remember? I think these guys want a frag oh, grenade. Yeah. Is what I think. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Always a grenade. Grenade is the answer for every problem. I'm going to just drop my gun because it's useless against these guys. Pull out a grenade. And can I still throw the grenade? Is the drop yeah. of the gun is still a free, free action? action yeah. yeah. Okay. So then I'll throw the grenade. Yeah. This is grenade time, isn't it? I presume you're throwing it. I'm going to put down the template for you. You're going to throw it there. So you hit. The actual... Yeah, you're gonna lob it a little bit behind them so that they don't, so our guys don't get caught in the blast. Okay, there's a grenade on your sheet. Just attack the ground. Make sure you don't miss because if you do, then you get what we're gonna affectionately called a Hiroji. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't, don't Hiroji it up. You Hirojied it up. You missed the ground. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you rolled a four. Wow. Um, roll a 1d8, and we'll see what direction so, it lands. Fire in the hole is what's Grenade. going on. Uh, oh, no, dear. jump on it. <laughs> Dive on it. Seven. Ooh. Seven's not a good one. Actually, it's not that bad. Now, roll a 1d4, so it's going to go to the east. So oh, that's a good That's a good one. That's not so bad. And now roll that's... 1d4 to see how many squares it goes. So three. So there's no door or wall in that direction. So I'm going to rule that somehow you managed to pinball this thing. You missed. It ricocheted against the right wall, bounced back, hit the left wall, and then ended up exactly where you wanted it anyhow and yeah. blew up. The a convenient piece of conduit in the right place. And now you're like, no, oh, that. yes, I uh, I calculated that all Totally all. planned that. Uh, That's how I throw a grenade. Excellent job. When you Total. understand advanced spatial relationships. Uh, we're, that's things. what we get for sending in an engineer to do a man's work is what we're, what we're getting. <laughs> so both, so it, the grenade goes off. It hits both of these nasty little creatures. Let me do the reflex roll. The reflex was not a 12, reflex. by the way. The reflex is based on your strength, and it's not per weapon. It's based on you. It's on strength, believe it or not. It's weird the way grenades work. So the DC was 12. They hit a 7 and a 6, so it does full damage. Roll 1d6. See how much damage it does to them? Excellent, too. Come on. Well, better than nothing. It's better than, than a much. 1. 
<laughs> that is literally the Just best. Away. <laughs> that's, that's literally that is, what it that's is. That's mathematically true. That's the most mathematically accurate phrase you can provide. It is in fact two is in fact better than a one. That is so correct. Glad we established that. I presume you're done. And now cheddar is up. Yeah, sadly. Just think of it this way: you did four damage. That's what you should think. Four damage. Yeah, you did well, cheddar. Go cheddar. The only problem is those are cheap. Cheddar. Oh. Hits with an 18. Cheddar should have gone for the other one. He did 20. Club hit. Yeah, he did. He hits with a 22. Hits max eight points of damage on the club. Hits the squishy, squishy space dog. Rusty, are you just going to relax? Are you going to do anything? Are you just going to cheer on your oh. friends? Oh, no, I'm, I think you that... Heal us? Uh, the rat had a uh, a rodent-like clever idea, so I'm going to toss a frag grenade. Oh man! Oh boy! With my minus three to you no. Know, if you guys sure are going to do this, you should wrong. specialize in grenades. This is like not good. You mean be proficient? Yeah, for proficient or be... no one. None of us are. Where's the fun in that? Yeah, I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only one, and I don't even carry grenades. So well, you're gonna you're gonna do it in the exact same location, I presume. Yeah, of course, obviously. Knowing well, knowing you, where your grenades could bounce go, it so back. I, I'm trying but... to do what he did with the triple ricochet, and he and I missed the ground. No, I didn't. you may yet do it. No, <laughs> you so. guys have we never did. hit we... with a grenade ever. I have. This I hit. So bad. Wait, it's a DC. It's a it's a what's what did he do? DC need a ten. Ten. Oh, you got a minus one. That's funny. Uh, minus Actually, three hold on. Precisely, I have a minus three to hit. I thought it was a five. I thought it was four, a five, too. Hold on, hold on. You might be right. Hold on. That's a good question. The I thing these are like bad. little firecracker M80 grenades. Like, wait till it's like the, the fusion plasma grenade. That costs That's true. We are so miniature, miniature black hole grenade. Yeah. Because they do do that. It's weird. It's a, it's a one-shot items that cost like thousands and tens of thousands of credits. Actually, apparently the boards are complaining about that. They're like, I, you know, we spend like 50,000 credits on an item that you can use only one. But it's a grenade. No one said you had to use it. Like, if you can catch a whole group well, of people. I can afford to it. spend this grenade because I'm making a lot of money on my side business of uh, gun rental. Uh, one pays for the other. Crisscross. <laughs> Crisscross. <laughs> I have a, I, but there's a potentially a mechanic fee that I can take where I can actually, uh, I'm sorry, mechanic. Okay, trick. it's an AC five, so you actually, sorry, you know what? Uh-huh. It actually, no, I'm confused with the Pathfinder, which is an AC ten. Um, yeah, which uh, actually I didn't is, know it had gotten less. I was yeah, it's actually previous. built into the, also the rule system that we're currently using, and I'm going to change that because that confused me too. So, Cheddar, you actually did still miss. I mean, uh, yeah, you rolled a four. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, you totally missed. So, but Rusty, you hit. So, but that's okay. Let me show you how it's done, Cheddar. Because remember, wow. I'm still not sure that Cheddar isn't the brains of them. All right, uh, damn it. They both roll a ten, which is. I think too low. Yeah, let me. Do- I think you said it was twelve. Well, it's every person's different. Ooh. Oh, right. Yeah, it's on his strength. Not did yet. you do a frag grenade? Frag grenade, of course, not well, incendiary. Because you are damaged and poisoned, your DC went down to a nine. So, ah! so you. So made, they made their saves. They made I'm both do the the DC is based on the character. Yes, it is based oh. on the character stats. It has yeah, nothing to I didn't do. know that. It's interesting. Yep, wow. grenades are. Two there damage. Hey, didn't we say what's below two? 
What was hey, that, Jason? What was that number? I think that's a one. That's right. They both get one, one damage. damage. You threw, you threw an M80 on it and it laughed at you. <laughs> Roji, what are you doing? I got this. It has cover from the corner. Oh, what does that mean? That means it's going to be a minus to hit. Just do a sidestep. He actually has no good head angle from here. I'm going to try something Boy, special. Not... Yeah. I'm going to try an acrobatics check. I'm going to tumble. Acrobatics, really? Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Totally. What are you trying to do? No, that totally makes sense. Uh, let me look up the skill for a second. Well, Tumble, you can use acrobatics to move through a space threatened by an enemy or enemies without provoking pro uh, attacks of opportunity. You right. can directly go through it, but, but the DC but is fail, really high. But if you fail, you get attacked. Yeah, it's yeah. 20, the bare minimum of a 21. And if you fail this check, you stop moving, basically, and you provoke. So you're going to end up exactly where you are, so... No, but how about that's if you tumble through it, though, right? Right. If you're going to tumble away, it's going to be a 16. Right. So I want to tumble. And how much can I move? Um, half speed. Okay. So and I move it. I move it 30, right? Yep. So I can just tumble. Um, you're going to tumble behind him? No, I could do. That's harder to do. But if I'm going to actually... go through both of them. If you're going to go across, no. the DC gets increased by two per. I'm going to try and tumble there. That's only 10 speed. And I think I can you... still do my trick attack because it's a move. Why wouldn't you just move there normally? Because he can attack me if I do move there normally. No, he can't. He yeah, doesn't he can. have a reach of two squares. No, he's. I'm next to him, and he can attack me. I mean, it would be at a big minus, but when you leave a, a threatened square, it provokes. Well, oh, unless you do that special you, move. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I still don't know why you just don't do a guarded step. Just do a guarded step. Because if I do a guarded him. step, I can't do my trick attack. Well, but you can shoot him. That's all. No, I, but I want to be able to do damage. <laughs> I, I, well, this you class, have my like, gun. You can do damage. Your gun is crap. Like, I get no pluses to damage. Oh, like, it's, the gun it's, that it's so you crucial. stole from him is crap, is what you should no, say. No, no, he's renting The gun I stole it. off your person is crap. No, no, he's renting it at very reasonable rates. But yeah, what's real is true. that you just saw that other one of that gun kill the other dog. So I didn't like, actually see that because I was looking the other way. I see. <laughs> there's like a little... Well, uh, guess what? <laughs> I have some good news for you. Because they have cover to you, you don't get an attack of opportunity on them or you because you don't need to do that. You can just move oh. out of the way because they can't do attack of opportunity over through a hard corner. Exactly. Okay, good. Is... All right, so then I can move there. Um, I could have told you that. Uh, your gun actually does more damage than my gun, I think, doesn't it? What's your gun do? Uh, my gun's much better. Don't worry about it. Can, can you look it put, up? Can you... Should I just put yeah, you his put it gun on, my sheet. on your yep. character sheet yep. and just uh, make no, it no, permanent? Because no, 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 no. <laughs> I probably will buy one. Now, there's like a little you meter on one, his holster that when you take it out, it starts tick, 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 tick. Buy this one. I'll lay away. It does 1D. Here, give me a second. I'll put it on your sheet. Because mine only does 1D4. I think yours does a little more, maybe 1D6. Well, yeah, mine does 1D6. But if you want to start talking about a rent-to-own plan, we can do that. Our combats are the longest combats because of these stupid guns. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going back to get my light reaction cannon. I'm sick of this melee stuff. I, I, thought, I thought you had a rifle. Fighting. Well, I do have a rifle, but it's 
because I didn't want to be encumbered, I left it by the door. Okay, Hiroji now has Rusty's gun on his character sheet, so now no! you can use Rusty's gun. Yay! Ah, that's good. Right. Oh, good. I see it there. Okay, good. Oh, it's 1d6. Nice. What's the range on that? It's crappy. That's the problem. 30 yeah. foot. That's fine. Yeah. 30 feet. Attack. Why? You, do attack. you want to run away further? Of course. Attack the one in front of me. Which one are you attacking? I attacked. I issued my attack already. <laughs> That's oh, I have to like roll. To I, I do have to roll my um, thing. Oh, you were trying to do your. Oh, yeah, you forgot. Well, you hit anyhow. You rolled a 13, 17. So even with cover, you did it. You hit him. So six damage. Six damage max damage with Rusty's gun. And now you want to. Any bonuses? Well, he's going to yeah, retroactively I have, do. I, have, yeah, I, have, to, I yeah. have, to, have to not forget that. Yeah, that's fine. You can just do it now. Well, I mean, it's a good weapon, Chris. And by the way, that gun you have has four bullets left, so you're fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you rolled a 20 for your stealth. Uh, 20 is not enough, I don't think. (laughs) Because it's DC 20 plus their CR. Yeah, so it is not enough. So you wouldn't have done extra damage anyhow. Kidoki. Mo is up. All right. I'm going to do a full round attack with my hammer of justice, justice, justice. That is still a terrible name. Well, hammer of justice. Yeah. Yes. I only have four bullets left. Oh, yes. Uh, By the way, that's all right. I'm not charging you too much extra per bullet. Um, You keep mentioning this charge. I don't recall it. All right. The first is submitted. You easily hit. He rolled a 14, so even with a minus 4, you hit. You kill him with an 8. You can attack the other one now. And you you literally hit wow. with the you exact same roll. You hit, a, you hit this time with a 24. You do 7 points of damage. He's dead. Wow. Talk about, about a kill stealer. Talk about a kill stealer. Now you killed him. You Seriously. killed them both. Whap, whap. And yeah, that's whap, whap, whap. the combat. You're out of combat. All right, uh, Hiroji, just, you know, you're not going to need that gun from here on in. So it was an a, eight credits for the rental, plus I'll All say right. a credit per bullet. So that's While those guys figure out their... <laughs> really? You, you only fired two bullets this time. That's fine. So total right now, you're into me for 19 credits. That's okay. Mo is picking up his light reaction cannon. I don't recall. I don't recall if I agreed to those terms. Yeah, you you actually did last time. I did. And, you're right. And I offered the same rates before you took it out of my hands. Man, that's right. uh, that's expensive. But you know what? I think well, I the gun to... costs two hundred and sixty. This rental is actually quite low. Um. Well, can I hold on to this? No. All right. Well, no, these guys no, talk no. about this. I'm searching the body. Mo is searching the uh, the body. Because if we run into more of these, I'm gonna. You, you want me to be able to, to be useful? Yes. Oh, that's fine. We can talk about that as it comes up. Well, sure. but I don't want to have to draw it off your belt every time. To waste my... So you're looking for like sort of like an hourly rental at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, let's you just should, give you, you a day do. rate. A day rate is reasonable. I'll just say, let's call it 20 credits for the day after that initial eight and all the bullets. So it'll be a total of about, I'll say, 28 total. That seems a bit high to me. What do I owe you now? Oh you already God. owe me, I think, 19. Somebody killed me. <laughs> so if I give you... If I... I, I, I would kill you, but I'd have to rent a gun to do it. <laughs> <laughs> How about 
30 credits for the whole day and uh and then and then you can charge me for each bullet okay deal and that's Sounds including good. including what i've already uh used <sighs> so far oh. all inclusive you're, you're gonna make sure my family's not gonna have thanksgiving dinner jesus oh. okay no no that's fine great right. we'll have a deal so, so right now i owe you 30 and let's start the clock ticking on bullets i need to reload the clip that sounds right great now. let's go from there all right so can i have some bullets please uh there's four in it right now okay I'll, that should be good for now yeah not a problem don't worry about it oh uh, speaking of guns i pick mine up before rusty tries to claim it's his and charge me for it <laughs> salvage, right, <laughs> salvage rights on that gun. hey 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 wait where'd that gun come from hold on i'm gonna look uh at the body that was there in the spacesuit after we pull cheddar off it he kind of parked on. He kind of parked yeah. on top of it. You have to like get pieces of the body out of Cheddar's uh, treads, and you're like getting bits and bone and blood and gore out of it. You're like, whoopsie. What kind of body is it? Life science check. I have that. Never mind. That's not I'm my, someone else's that. department. <laughs> I studied off world so I could learn about things and kill them. Yeah, you better special in. Specialize in internal medicine after uh, Cheddar's rolled over. I... All right, so I got a 23, though. Uh, Tuttle, let's see, Hiroji gets a 23. It was, it was an explosion of science. <laughs> Tuttle gets a, <laughs> a 20. Eureka! Uh, you, Eureka! You're both like, you're trying to race to say who can say it first. Like, goblin, goblin! I'm like, ugh. Space, 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 goblin. It's a space Is goblin. it really? Yeah, it's a space goblin. Oh, nice. Wow. Does Space 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 Goblin have any Space 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 loot on him? Are you being Space 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 greedy? No, I'm just Space 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 looting. Uh, I'll I'll be Space Greedy. Yeah, we know that. Wait, wait, wait. I just, I'm amused at the notion of Chris calling someone else greedy. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that is fun. You know, pot, kettle, black? Business. I do understand business is business. I do understand that. It is indeed. Well, uh, he does have a very, very tattered flight suit that appears to be now torn to pieces after Cheddar mangled it. You might as well just call it rags at this point. Space he rags? Probably, he was probably killed by one of these things, right? Space rags. You can do a medicine, a medical check to determine how he was killed if you wish. Mm, that's one area I was not properly trained in. I, on the other hand, I think I can do that. 23, you easily tell that this thing was bitten and ripped to shreds by these dogs. In fact, he was killed before it looks like even a disease can set in. He was just torn to pieces. Oh, I do have medicine. Oops. (laughs) I thought you did. I have every skill, pretty much. So, yeah. So, it appears to be a space goblin. It appears to have been ripped to pieces by these Akatas. Um, he does not seem to be diseased of any sort, which you check with your skill. And the only thing on him is a spacesuit that's been torn to pieces and is totally useless. Plus, goblin, goblin equipment is crappy, right? It's below. It's below crappy. It's whatever's below the lowest quality. It's it's three levels below that. It, it makes right. archaic look like masterwork. Mo backs away. Hirogi. <laughs> This is your loot. This is your turn to loot. Go for it. Uh, actually, I'm not going to take a trophy because I did not kill that. Yeah, that's true. But I will go to the north. Okay, okay. You go to the north. 
right. to the north, there is a large door in there. As I said before, that appears to be a cargo hold of some sort. And it seems to hold supplies. Quite a lot of boxes, crates. The room's pretty big. It's about 40 by 25. There's just supplies everywhere. All right, let's go take a look. Well... I don't know about that because we've got this camera behind us. Anything we take is going to be, uh, let's see if we split the party, we can see which uh, one. That's a conversation. Well, does it look more have. like supplies or cargo? Does it look like it might be a cargo hold and our, our buddy's package might be in there or does it look definitely, like a closet? Definitely a cargo hold. Yeah. I'm not turned about the morality of, I mean, well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that if we split up and the camera follows one of the groups, then the other group is who loots that room. Well, remember our side, our one side, our kind of side quest is to retrieve the package for the undead guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I think we have salvage rights. Uh, I'll buy that. I mean, if they Sounds if we if, if, me, if we if we take something off of this ship and uh, and they have an issue with that, I'm going to direct them to my lawyer, Rusty, and you can. Oh well, that. the yeah, dispute so was over the drift rock itself. No, right. No Everything one particularly else cares again. about the incidental. Oh, okay. not, no one's really sweating the incidental stuff. At least that yeah, was kind of the never, vibe I, I don't got. think we asked him about that. That would be a good question to ask. Uh, no, we, we actually, actually did, did ask. Did ask about him about salvage rights for everything. Sorry, yes. I, I, I don't mean to be pedantic, but I actually just listened to the, the episode and, and a little we bit ago. Get whatever we find, right? Yeah, every, everyone's who the guys who hired us just care about the drift rock, basically. Oh, okay, all right. And then the all he, the undead guy is a side quest. Wanted us to retrieve his package, and we he said we'd know what it looks like or, or knows what it know what it is or something. It'd have a bow on it and name and his name or whatever. So it's anything not nailed down, basically. But because it's undead, like the wrapping paper would be black instead of red and green. That's right. It was I think we should wait bones. 10 minutes before searching because I don't want any of those things popping up. You need to take a rest? Yeah, I need to take a rest. I took a lot of damage that last. Right. Yeah. I don't need a rest, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start looking around this room, perceiving things. Yeah, I'll also search the room. Okay, so you look around the room, Hiroji, and a weakened Rusty. Uh, Mo is in the corner, contemplating woe as he's resting and getting back your stamina points. You do have a little bit of a baby scratch as well. And while you're looking around, you see right in the middle, a eight more, eight more dogs, eight more dogs, <laughs> a shipping container, approximately eight feet square. That is addressed to the Oxian assembly on Absalom station. Ah, there we go. Perfect. That's what, what we're do you know for. about that? All we need to do is make sure that it's something they might want. So let's open that up. So to quote John Statz's favorite movie, what's in the box? What's in the box? I think when we lived in Manhattan, John Statz would watch Seven every single day. And I mean, he went to the movie theater to watch it because back then that was the only way to do it. Yeah, he loves that movie. Anyhow... Next week, you will find out what is in that box. Maybe, maybe not. So welcome to the new format. At the end of the show is when we're going to be talking about show notes and GM things and contests and everything else. So that way you guys can listen to a short intro 
and then relax with me pontificating. So what I wanted to talk about this week is diseases. So diseases in Starfinder, as you're going to find out, are really, really big deal. Traditionally, diseases are not that big a deal. In Pathfinder and Dungeons and Dragons, you'll get a disease. It will mess you up a little. It might like make your strength a little lower or do a little points of damage to your hit points. And it's a mild inconvenience, especially at the lowest levels. It's just something that's like a roadblock or a speed bump. Eventually, maybe you can die from disease, but I don't know anyone who's ever died from disease. It's a minor thing. Well, the problem with learning these new systems is that you assume things. Especially, we've been playing so long. We've been playing Dungeons & Dragons and Pathfinder and every other game, and diseases are never that big a deal. Well, in this game, diseases are terrible. The way it works is very different. In all the other games, if you get a disease, you just get like a minus two to your strength or a minus two to your dex or something like that. And then every day, maybe it gets a little bit worse. And then eventually you'll get cured of that disease. It'll go away and all will be forgiven. Well, in Starfinder, it's much worse. What happens is there's a track and as you continuously get worse and worse, you go down that track. The very first part of the track is you get really messed up. You get a minus two to almost every single roll and ability. All your saves, all your attacks, all your damage, everything. Just that alone is pretty brutal. I can't even think of high level diseases in Pathfinder or D&D that do that. And then after that, you get even more. Then it goes down to minus three. And then you can't actually move. And then you're bedridden. And then, well, you pretty much die. It's atrocious. And here's the thing. Diseases all kind of use the same rules. So even the most minor disease can kill you. Now, none of us knew this. And these Akatas just bit Rusty. So what is that going to mean? Well, I've done the math. The math gives Rusty about a 5% chance of living. That's right. The chance of Rusty living right now is pretty low. So what are we going to do about this? What do we do? Does Rusty die because none of us really understood this disease track and how it was going to affect us after playing these games for 30, 40 years? Well, personally, I think that's a little unfair. If this was a board game, you would say, oops, and you would lose the board game, and then you would just play again because a board game takes an hour or two. Big whoop. Well, this is a role-playing game, and you might invest days, weeks, months into playing, and then finding out the rule isn't exactly what you thought. So what I like to do is I usually like to give the guys one freebie. Now, I'm not going to totally fudge the rules. You're going to find out what happens to Rusty. But one thing I like to do is I don't like to kill characters, but I like to maim them, and I like to make them tortured and really messed up. So when you start the game and you end the game, your character is nothing like what you began. And it just goes in ways and directions you don't expect. Why? Because it makes great storytelling. It makes memorable characters and it makes memorable adventures. And that's why we do this in the end. We do this to tell a really fun, exciting story. That's why we play these games. And if you kill a character, yeah, okay. You killed the character, he's gone, big whoop. Who cares? You might remember him, but then you just start a new character. But if you get a character 
who starts to get mutated, that maybe turns undead or grows a new arm or becomes a mutant or has wings come out of him that are insect wings or something else horrible. Now that is a character you remember and that is fun to roleplay. So let's just say that Rusty, maybe he survives, maybe he doesn't, but there's going to be a price to pay. And how big of a price? Well, let's just say we might have to change the character portraits. That's how big the price is. <laughs> well, you won't hear about that for a few more weeks, but I'm just giving you an idea of how I handle these sort of things. When you start a new system and you don't fully understand the consequences, and it's not the player's fault or my fault, it's really we're learning the system. And this system, although is nearly identical to Pathfinder, as we're finding out the hard way, this system for diseases and poisons is woefully different and extremely deadly, even at the lowest of levels. And these Akadas, I'm going to say right now, I like this adventure quite a bit, but it's extremely unbalanced. And these Akadas are way too powerful for low level. Now, I don't blame anyone. This is the first adventure, and the first adventure always is a little wonky because they were still writing the rules when the adventure was created. For example, there's actually monsters in this adventure that have feats and abilities that don't exist in the game. You'll even find out that they get a magic item later that they can't even use. There's lots of wonkiness in this system. And these Akadas and their insanely deadly disease is just one more. So all I'm saying is, is that don't punish your players if you're a GM and you're starting a new system. I usually give them one free pass and I'll do something cool to their characters and won't kill them outright. However, it's one free pass. After that, the gloves are off and it's up to them to survive. And also, I find it way more interesting to maim and disfigure your PCs than to kill them outright. Trust me, it's going to make a much more exciting podcast and a much more exciting campaign. So with that, Let's quickly get to the contest. Once again, don't forget to send me your new taglines. If you have taglines for the end of the show, if we like it, we'll record it and give you some prizes. I got a couple of really good ones and people are sending me like 20, 30 taglines at a time. That's fine. Send as many as you want. If we like them, we'll select them. You'll win. So there's really no limit and we'll let you know in a couple of weeks. Also, please review us on iTunes if you haven't already. We also just got a thousand likes on Facebook, which is pretty awesome. And don't forget, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, review us on iTunes. It really helps with the show. And we will have a new show next week. A lot of cool stuff happens in that one. Otherwise, hope you guys all have a good holiday season. Hope you guys all eat a lot and get lots of cool presents and enjoy the holiday weekend. And I will see you next week. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms.
You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember, when your GM smiles at you, it's already too late.